0: Welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 108. Mark, how are you today?
1: I'm great. I'm still digesting um last night's meal.
0: Yeah, we had a, a wonderful uh, catered, ca- <laughs> catered meal that was out of this world. Oh, it was phenomenal. It's this, uh, it's this Italian place it's called Pantillo's. <laughs> So, so, Just wonderful. So,
1: so, 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 Duffy and I were having uh, some friends over uh, for dinner last night. Corey and uh, his wife Court were among them. At ten minutes to six, I'm like, "Where are the caterers?" Uh, we call around. The caterers were not coming. So, um, so, um, it, it it turned it actually turned out really well.
0: It was totally. It was fine. It yeah, worked, yeah, really, really we well.
1: we had enough cheese and nuts, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, that we were able to put out like a, a good cheese board, you know, and the, then we are uh, the,
0: the pretzel uh, peanut butter dessert at the end that <laughs> was, <laughs>
1: yes. literally, yes. like, we're so desperate for dessert, and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, we got, we got peanut butter pretzels. This is sweet. Here, here, right? here we go. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Here. But everybody
0: was incredibly gracious. It yeah, was awesome. Yeah. No, it was a great time, and 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 love doing. Uh, those type of events for sure. So, with, with,
1: well, with our with our previous clients, is yeah, yeah exactly. Is what it was, yeah, so,
0: yeah. Um, a little tired from that. Uh, we're used to getting up a little too early, so uh, that's fine. I'm dragging. Oh, jeepers, a little bit I'm
1: through. just looking. Do you know that we have a, a, a sales team happy hour this afternoon? We do. So, okay, I'm aware. I bet,
0: all right. Well, I, I better. All right. I got a lot to do. All right. All right. Come on.
1: Let's talk. Hurry let's, up. Let's jump into. Let's this. Here we go. Okay. All right. All right. Uh,
0: let's jump into it. We'll get to the market update. Um, all right. So we're back on a Wednesday recording. So keep uh, that in the back of your mind. We tell you these numbers. Currently, in Monroe County, we're at 473 single-family active listings. That's down a hair from uh, last week. We were at 487. Six-county region, 471 last week, uh, 4—sorry, 871 last week, 845 for this week. So down a little bit on both. Again, recorded on a Friday last week versus a Wednesday this week, to be expected.
1: Right, right, exactly, exactly. Although I I do think, you know, we're halfway through the month. um, uh, What is it? Two weeks from today. Okay. Two weeks from today is, is when the market will go dead. Uh, remarkably, what is it about summer? I mean, winter just—winter w- is an eight-month season. Sure. And then literally, I always feel as though summer— Just flies. It's come and gone in like yeah. six weeks. I mean, we
0: we really pack a lot in into the summer, I feel like. you. I, I don't feel as though I do, to be honest. I mean, really?
1: Like, no, no, I really don't. The first two months of, of summer, I'm just running around with my hair on fire, you yeah. know, putting together deals and then I'm finally like catching my breath and I'm ready and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Jesus. it's And it's, the leaves are changing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, but
0: yeah, that's true. Once uh, once Labor Day hits, things will uh, take a little break and then it's going to be very interesting to see how the rest of the year transpires. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to make that. any predictions? Well, we have some predictions coming up, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm just, for the record, I'm not making any predictions about <laughs> what's going on in the in the phone market. I just keep, keep keeping <clears throat> the non prediction yeah, streak yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, again, the biggest story uh, is interest rates, and the update there not a good one. We are currently ugly at seven point two six percent for a thirty year fixed rate mortgage. That's up from last week. Which was seven point one four percent, another big jump. Uh, This is the highest of twenty twenty three. This is the highest since since last November. Last November, yeah, yeah. And then for the fifteen year, we're at six point six five percent. That is up from six point four eight percent. Ugly, ugly stuff.
1: It 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 really it really is. Um, Um, it's so funny because. As I'm reading through my journal articles during the week, um, you know, this pundit is saying, well, you know, the uh, Q4 uh, of, of this year, Q4, you're going to start to see interest rates fall. Sure. And then, you know, you read somebody else, oh, it's going to be, the, you know, the first two quarters. And then somebody else says, oh, you know, inter- oh, interest rates are going to finally fall. You know, oh, the, we're,
0: the- we're going to break that down. I've got some hard data on that. Oh, you, you that. do.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's just, just ridiculous. The
0: variation of the predictions that are it, out it, there. It just,
1: you know, just grab a dartboard. And- no one knows. Yeah, no, no, no one knows. Yeah, nobody knows. Just grab a dartboard.
0: Yeah. Um, they, so one of the things that made the, the rates jump up again was the retail sales data that came out. That was yesterday. Yes, yes. I want to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, and that impacted the bond market, which we know the bond market impacts um, the 10-year treasury, which impacts mortgage rates.
1: Yeah, we need to come... I need to... We need to... Somebody needs to come up with a pithy phrase about this recurrent phenomenon, which is what is great for the economy... Uh, meaning in this case, retail sales were up. You know, That's consumers pretty, yeah, are still sure. like, you know, consumers have their their, uh, their checkbooks open and their wallets open and they're spending a lot of money. That's awesome. It's a very, very strong economy, but it's so strong that we need to continue to uh, keep interest rates as high as they are. So
0: yeah, the, apparently the, the retail sales crushed expectations, crushed them, not even like went above. Yeah. Crushed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, listen, for the rest of the year, your guess is as good as mine. Right. As to what's going to happen, um, more data is coming out. So the Fed is releasing their notes from the July meeting today. Or yeah, tomorrow. yeah, uh, today actually. Okay. Yes,
1: yeah, so, sometime in the next. Uh, what time is it? Yeah, so within a couple of hours, um, okay. we, we, should, we should find out. You know, really what the Fed is thinking. Um, but I mean, who cares what they were thinking three weeks ago? I mean, you know, it,
0: it seems like what the Fed is doing is actually having less impact than it really has the past year and change of this. It's, it's a lot of other data that's being uh, thrown out there that is making these rates fluctuate more.
1: Yeah, you know, what I, I, I think they've done a really, really, really— I mean, they, start, they started the interest rate hikes um, probably three, four months uh, later than they really should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, thankfully, we find ourselves in the position that we do right now. Because without Jerome Powell having raised rates— in the way that he has, and the, the way the FOMC has over the course of the past year and a half, I, I think that inflation would still be, you know, nine percent, ten percent, you know, 12 percent. God knows, it would have been runaway. So, so thankfully, they did what they did, and you know, to their credit, I, I will say that um, they are paying close attention to data and data points. But, but there is so much data that's that's uh, transpired that's been released since the FOMC met, you know, three, four weeks ago. It's it's really, who cares what they said three, four weeks ago, because there's just a whole new set of data they've got to take in. So,
0: anyway. So, uh, again, something we'll be monitoring closely to see what happens. Um, I mean, again, when you really break this down and you think about the effect this has on affordability, it's insane. Uh, I mean, uh, for instance, for instance. Okay. If you secured a $500,000 mortgage at a fixed rate of 5.99%, That was the rate back in early February of this year. You would have had a monthly payment of roughly $2,995 for principal and interest. Now, at this is from 7.19% as the rate, which, as we know, it's higher now. Um, The same borrower would now face a monthly payment of uh, $3,391 for a loan of the same size. Yeah, it's... That's that's a big jump.
1: Affordability is... An enormous, enormous issue. And, you know, I've, I've said this any number of times. It, it, it most especially impacts um, anybody who's just recently graduated from college through somebody who's, say, in their mid-30s. Um, they, you know, they're, they're, getting, they're getting screwed. Um, and it, it's not going to get easier because, what, in two months, they've all got to start paying back their, uh, their well. student loan debt. Yeah. And again, that's so, another,
0: another specter that's kind of lingering here that we're waiting to find out, you know, what kind of impact that will have. But when you talk about affordability— um, I mean, obviously, that's at the forefront.
1: So I was rolling through my, uh, my Twitter feed earlier today. X, and, your X feed oh, <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> um, so here, here, here are some astounding numbers. If U.S. incomes spiked 69%, we'd return to pre-pandemic housing affordability levels. Wow. If U.S. home prices fell 41%, we'd return to pre-pandemic affordability. If mortgage rates fell 4.3 points from 7.26% to 2.96%, we'd, rep- we'd return to pre-pandemic affordability. Those are huge numbers. <laughs> Eye-popping. Eye-popping. So, Holy crap. So for th- and, and actually, this might be a great segue, because I think yeah, I might know where you're headed in terms of one of our next topics. But uh, it, this isn't going to change anytime soon. Um, so, it, so, so for those who currently own, good for you. You've ridden this train. Yeah, you won the lottery. <laughs> you, you won the lottery the past three and a half years. Um, and I, it's two very, very, very good and two very close friends. Uh, we're looking at some lakefront property, uh, over the weekend. Um, and they, they are lamenting the fact that they did not purchase three and a half years ago. They are now saying what it is that you and I have talked about in any number of times, uh, that they are not going to wait For the correction to happen because they're realizing that they don't want to find themselves in three years' time um, in the same way they do today, looking back three years and saying, oh, my God,
0: why didn't we? Sure. There's a lot of people saying that. That's for sure.
1: Uh, You you, you had a a huge, huge sale within the past week.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm I'm holding my breath. this This is a $2 million sale. Um, and I think that, um, there was some of this conversation going on with those folks. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. And and it comes down to this idea and it's, it's such an ugly, ugly word or an ugly phrase of overpaying, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. No one wants to overpay. I I mean, you go on the street, you do one of those surveys, would you like to overpay? No one would say yes. Right. Right. Um, but when you think about it in terms of the housing market and Getting your foot in the door, like we've been saying, or getting that property that you just fell in love with, sometimes you have to do that. And sometimes that's okay.
1: Yes. I spent the first 27 years of my career telling people over and over and over again, you can't write an offer on this property. It's overpriced. Um uh, just let's just wait a few weeks until it comes down. Or you, you want to write an offer today? Great. Let's come in ten percent below this price. We used to have the kind of, so. And, and one of the reasons, frankly, that we find ourselves in the position that we do today, uh, you know, top-selling um, uh, team or, uh, in, in, in upstate New York, um, yay, good for us. But it was because of that kind of just very careful attention that we were paying to our clients' pocketbooks. And now the conversation has changed so dramatically the past three and a half years. You probably need to, and I, and I think in, in part we need to redefine what it means to overpay. Sure. Um, are you, in, you know, maybe, maybe today it is you are overpaying okay great. let's just um, open the aperture a little bit. Let's look um, three months down the road or and, and part of the conversation I had with these two close friends over the weekend was, okay, you're, you're afraid of overpaying by 5%. Uh, well, what happens if the market increases um, by 5, six, 10 11 12% over or the first 40%. Of next year. <laughs> yeah 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 but, but but just but just you know looking at you know a, a smaller um, a, a smaller time frame a sure. smaller period of time out you know going forward 6 you know and this is waterfront property lakefront property which really increases in, enormously so you're overpaying by 5% or 10%. Okay so 6 months from now it's gone up you know 5 or 10 or 12% it really have you overpaid and So, yeah. so, so I, I really do think that we need to, uh, and, and we have been actually, we, we shouldn't start, we have been asking our clients to look at a different time frame.
0: Yeah, again, typically rule of thumb is what? Own the house for five years and you're going to be in good shape uh, if, you, if you had to sell?
1: Um, well, it used to be. Uh, right. we, we used to say, yeah, five years. And today?
0: Could be. Six months <laughs> it could be a year depending on what prices are and what prices are doing
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I mean i th- I think I mean it, no time at all, I mean very very, very quick, so I, I
0: have this conversation with um sellers all of the time when it's a potential investment property and talking about the types of buyers that might be coming through, and I talk a lot about how if it's an investment buyer, it's going to be strictly numbers it's it needs to make business sense for them um that has to add up. You know, mm-hmm, it's got to mm-hmm. be one plus one equals two. <clears throat> right. When it is a family or just a a person buying it for their own personal home, different story. Because there's another right. level. There's a there's more of a use for it. It's it's a home. It's more than just an acquisition or a money maker.
1: Well, it's, it's 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 perhaps a school district. Yeah, perhaps it's um, the extra second or third um, or fourth bedroom because you have a blended family. Um, you've just you know married. You know you've you've done the Brady Bunch thing, or you know you've got a mom or dad who's sick and who's got to move in with you. I mean you know there you know it, it's it's protection from the elements. It's a nest egg for the future. I mean you know the list goes on. So um, it, it, it is. It is much, much, much more than a financial investment when it is, as you're suggesting, it is uh, an owner-occupied property. So. so
0: it really comes down to a case-by-case basis for each client of, you know, what are you willing to do to get the property? That's, that's kind of the name of the game now when it comes down to it still uh, in this market.
1: Yeah, yeah, in, indeed.
0: Um, this is kind of interesting, Mark. You sent this over to me. There's a, there's a bit of a new trend going on. When you think about wedding gifts, what normally comes to mind?
1: you know i maybe i've been doing it wrong for years oh i have never bought a fondue pot <laughs> or, or a steam iron i've never purchased like you know a, a set of towels or like you know fine you know, no china a, i was gonna say or a matching you know like a place setting for fine china i've always written a
0: check always yeah. what about you um that's traditionally what we do but i think it's still a mixed bag i know,
1: and, know like, and like you know like 35 dollars is like you know pretty, pretty significant, right? Huge. Yeah. Like I'm really, yeah, I'm I'm being really generous, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's in cash. Yeah. 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 Um, when my wife and I got married, it was a, it was a mixture. We got a lot of money, but we also got kind of some random stuff too. So I think it depends on the person, but this new trend is, is kind of interesting. Um, and this is from realtor.com. 85% of couples who created a wedding registry in the last two years. So they would have preferred to receive cash towards a down payment on a house rather than any of the standard gifts.
1: There's just a practicality.
0: It makes sense. Yeah. Well, especially when you think about we're just uh, as a society typically getting married older, right? Uh, we're usually a little bit more established. <laughs> we have all this stuff we need, right? You, it it really is kind of ridiculous that we I mean, don't need the, the fifty dollar fondue pot that can be, that can be yeah, used right, right. in a much better yeah. uh, in a much better way. Um, but it's to 85%. Or, the, or, or, the, or the loaf, uh, the loaf pans. Yes, the loaf.
1: Yes, yeah, the loaf pans that Erica was talking. Everyone was talking about last night. Listen, yeah.
0: Aaron said she's made three loaves of bread in those pans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. That right. Is definitely yeah. The cost per use, <laughs> the cost per use is up there. But
1: but so so many wedding traditions have have changed. You know, I mean, n- nobody does the garter belt thing any longer, do no, they? No. No. Yeah, like like, so, like and, and now you've got you know maids. Of, like, like, what, what is it called? The night before? It used to be um, a rehearsal dinner, but now it's yeah. something... There, al- there's a new name to it? There's a new name. Like, all, all these traditions. <laughs> but, but, but I think that they reflect... A, a society that is changing dramatically and ra- and rapidly, and what used to be looked at disdainfully, you know, or, or you know, like how gauche you're, you're sure. giving money, you didn't yeah. put any thought into this. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, you know, I think the people are setting aside their, you know, their, their wounded um, sensibilities um, and realizing, no, that's like a really smart
0: gift. Yeah, so If you have any weddings coming up, I know, uh, you know, wedding season's starting to trail off here. Just keep that in mind when you're looking through the registry. And wow, that $100 candlestick looks really nice. That'll that'll be great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe somebody should buy a mantle on which to place the candlestick, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. You need that
0: first. All right. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we jump into a little bit of celebrity real estate?
1: Um, no. Did you send me anything? I did.
0: I did. If you okay. want to bring those up, uh, we are going to start with an actress. Not a show I've, I've watched. I don't know. Are you a Pretty Little Liars fan, Mark? <laughs> looks at me quizzically. <laughs> No, no, I know I know Big Little Lies, but I don't know Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, uh, the star of the of the property, and, and really, I brought this one up because it's it's pretty gorgeous. Uh, Ashley Benson bought a nine point five, or actually, uh, oh. sold a nine point five million dollar Los Angeles home.
1: Well, well, I mean, good for whoever the hell Ashley
0: <laughs> Benson is. She seems to be doing a okay. Wow, yeah. that's
1: that's a beautiful. I mean. That's a really beautiful
0: property. It is. It's a uh, forty-eight hundred square feet, five bedrooms, five baths. Oh wow! In the uh, city's gated uh, Laughlin Park community, uh, the property was listed in mid-July for nine point four nine
1: nine. Oh man, this I I'd, I I'd buy this I
0: buy this house. It, it's it is kind of your style, and especially now seeing the new house and the newest. Yeah, you now that you you've seen the new
1: house, yeah, I mean, like there's just you know a lot of open space, um, a lot of really beautiful light. Yeah,
0: this speaks though. This really speaks to. Um, just nationally, the market. She bought that in 2020. Any guess as to what she paid for it? Again?
1: Oh, come on! Did you? I mean, all right. So wait, it, it, it is beautiful, and I want to get back to what it is that she paid. Yeah. Did you see the bathtub? Let's see. Yeah, that is. That is that is quite the bathtub. Is okay, that uh, is that a... copper? Um. So, so the bathtub is beautiful. It, it's it's a beautiful copper tub. Um. Oh, and there is a shower there, but. It's sort of odd in that, like the tub and the shower itself, they're sitting on top of a tiled floor. All that makes sense, but but this is basically the size of a small room, yep, uh, a small study or something that is glass and closed so and i'm just a little not, like a zoo animal <laughs> exactly that's where i was kind like i'm not quite sure if i'd like want to bathe like you yeah. know look you know as if i were on display <laughs> i mean as it's, it's beautiful a body as i have i'm not quite sure wow that and and, and then the same thing um uh w- w- where it is that you would wash your hands shave you know put on your makeup whatever um, it's also enclosed yeah huh. all right so what did she pay for this thing yes um she or she she in she, 2020 yeah in 2020 um Two point five million. I'm going low purposely because four point five. Four point five. yes. Still yeah, four point yeah. five to nine point five. That's um, that the, the, the pool, the pool, the stucco walls, the whole schmear. So this the also whole, the whole sh- look at
0: look at that ceiling. That's awesome. This also has a movie theater, a beauty salon, a speakeasy lounge bar. Wow. Um, I need a beauty salon. Here's another fun guess guessing okay. game. The okay. HOA fee. You will never guess it. Ten thousand dollars a month. Fifty. <laughs>
1: What? I know. what What the hell did you get for 50 that wow i don't i have no idea <coughs> i have
0: no idea where that well was.
1: i mean i get i, get, I get, I'm gonna have to research a little bit more to find out who ashley benson is because I've, I've never
0: heard of her <laughs> well now you like the house she sold so uh, yeah There's yeah a, now yeah, you're yeah, a fan yeah yeah all right uh we also know that mark is a big fan of sports big sports guy oh yeah yeah so yeah. you know you obviously know about nick saban oh uh, yeah, yeah sure the head yeah. coach of uh alabama the college team right he just bought a 17.5 million dollar florida estate oh that's that's nice um how the hell anybody would want to buy down oh jesus <laughs> all right come on this color has got to be what what is it i want to i want to ask that question what is it with florida and just is it aqua i'm not really necessarily sure is e- it it's like, we want it like the water like what's the deal I, I, i'm actually
1: looking up here the university of alabama colors oh they're red Oh, you know this.
0: Yes, okay. I do. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. you know this. You
1: okay. Say, say. All right. So, so so he's chosen this garish blue, not because it well, isn't. An...
0: <clears throat> I, I mean, he wow. may be changing. I guess it could be red and white soon. But um, 6,200 yeah. square feet for this one. Six bedrooms uh, built in 92. Oh, Jesus.
1: Oh my god! It's everywhere. Wow. Okay. No, this is like no. Uh, it might. No, I'm going out. This hurts my eyes. Oh, you don't like it no, too much. No, too it's, much. It's, it's, no, it's awful. It's all terrible. Right, all right. All Let's. Uh, we're going to stick in Florida. By, till- by the way, speaking of sports, what the hell is going on with the Bills? Oh, like what? What, what, is, what is all this arguing that's going on? I mean,
0: I, I, I don't know. I mean, you should probably just kiss and make up because the season's about to start, here, uh, right?
1: Y- yeah, guys. Like, set it aside. Like, you know, you're being paid a lot of money. You got a lot of <laughs> fans who are like. Like, we're, we're desperate, I mean, we're desperate for a championship here. I, I, well, it's not going to happen if offense and defense are like uh, bickering and arguing like you know twelve year old schoolgirls. I mean, for God's I sake. I
0: mean, it, it, it tends to happen. Um, <clears throat> it tends to happen a little bit, but oh come on, we'll come on. I'm just looking at the next one. Sorry, we're sticking to Florida this time. Moving to Miami. Actually, um, this one, this one is part of um, a place we talked about last week. The luxurious Indian Creek. Um, that was the place where Tom Brady uh, yep. used to live. Yep. It's its yep. own yep. island, police force, whatever. Uh, David Geta signed a deal for a Miami-area mansion that was listed for $69 million.
1: I, I, really? We, we talked about him a while ago because I think he sold someplace in Las Vegas or something. Um, and I was shocked at how much he was selling his, his residence for. I mean, I knew the guy was successful.
0: Well, he is Spotify's most streamed... Um, ever DJ slash producer. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> I guess I just, you know, I, I guess I don't go there. When I think of, you know, most
1: streamed, I'm thinking probably Bad Bunny or um, Taylor Swift or something like that. But the so. amount
0: that he produces too, I mean, him, Calvin Harris is kind of in a, yeah. a similar way. maybe life. it was Calvin Harris.
1: Who were you talking about? If you, maybe da- David Guetta. I mean, no, a few weeks ago, we, we were talking about Calvin it, Harris, yeah. It was Calvin Harris, so yeah. it wasn't David Guetta.
0: Okay, all right. One of those guys, so. Uh, this one, 12 <laughs> bedrooms, 16 bathrooms, um, 15,578 square feet. Uh obviously there on the There's got to be a front. discotheque in there. Oh, I can only imagine. There's got there's got to be a discotheque. Um I can I can only imagine 69 yeah. million dollars for that one. Do you like that one a little better than Nick Saban's place? Uh, Just aesthetically? Well, there's not much to look at
1: other than like a lot of like white concrete. I mean, there's no, there's no there's no interior photos It's a nothing. little little so, devoid. And and, and 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 then there's, you know, the the, the state in, in which it's um, yeah. So there is uh, that.
0: Yeah, sitting. So, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah. That is it for Celebrity Real Estate for this week. Um. Anything else? Um, let's see. Busy week. Bunch of listings. Bunch of listings. So you can go check those out Actually, as well. Actually,
1: you know what? Can, can I just... Riff? Just...
0: Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Uh-oh.
1: I, I, I own rental property. Yes. Oh, it's time to vent? <laughs> and it's in good shape. Yes. And if I own a rental property in your neighborhood and you have a concern... Feel free to like drop me a line. You know, pick up the phone call, text, sure, sure. And, and and if you're polite, I will be more than glad to address your concern. But, but I bought a house a couple of years ago. We just had stucco um, the entire exterior. This is not a mandate by by any municipality. We, we just we just dropped a lot of money to have the interior or the exterior uh, repaired. The stucco repaired, cracks repaired, et cetera, et cetera, and it's being painted. You anyway, know, this is like a thirty thirty five thousand dollar paint like. I get I get a letter two nights ago from handwritten um, letter, uh, from, no email oh, okay. from uh, from the uh, woman across the street Uh-oh. who felt compelled me that she has returned from vacation um, and is and is appalled. Oh, appalled! She's appalled at the quality of the work that is being done. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, and and, and, and so i subsequently found that she's now like walking across the street offering these helpful suggestions to, no. the, yeah, to the guys who are like um, repairing the stucco what she uh, painting what she I, I, I I you know I have no idea um, she also doesn't want them to park in front of the house she's gonna turn them in and report them lady stay stay off stay off my my, 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 my property I, I I am going to write her a nice note later today. Look, <laughs> like, I'm like, listen, stay, out, stay off my property. S- stop bothering my contractors. Yeah, how, yeah.
0: how did I know that was going to enter into the podcast? Uh, I, had yeah, a, I had a feeling. Uh, like...
1: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. So uh, back all right. off. All right. Back all right. off. All right. So if you're listening,
0: lady, I'm sure you are.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it would require an internet connection. and I, I'm not sure if she's, uh, yeah. yeah, at her advanced age, I'm not sure if she's aware of what the internet is.
0: Well, she's missing out. Like I said, lots of listings. You can go check them out. com. <laughs> oh, the kind More pivot from my podcast. friend Corey
1: Moran. Oh, <laughs> love you, bud.
0: Videos, love you too, Mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week. Bye.